Welcome to episode six of the Spinner is Lit Pinball Podcast. Tonight's episode, Pinball Show the Love. And I'd like to welcome my co-host, Seth Holder, to the show. Hey, Seth. Hey, Spencer. Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's get, uh, let's get, jump right into it. Get started tonight. Um, Pinagogo last weekend. Yeah. Well, what, what is the phrase that the kids are saying now? Uh, plag or pag lag or pag lag. Whew. It's been, it's been uh, a couple days and I'm still, uh, exhausted. Um, but uh, man, what a, what a good show! We had uh, a lot of heat, but we also had a lot of games and a lot of people. We uh, we hit I think 270 games by um, at some point on Saturday. That was our I think our peak, um, and we still had some games that weren't checked in. But uh, good showing on games. Uh, the crowds were were real solid. We're probably where we were last year in terms of attendance. Um, a lot of people having fun. Yeah, no, that's, you know, that's the takeaway from it is, you know, I didn't talk to anybody that didn't have a good time. Talked to a lot of first-time attendees, uh, some different people I invited, some clients, uh, you know, showed up with their families. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of feedback this last week, all really positive, And everybody's really excited for the next show. And, uh, of course, now I got a lot of people asking me, how do I get my first game? So... Right, that's that's a good good place to be. Yeah, and then we all—I think we all, every one of us in our local group—all came home with more games than we brought. <laughs> right, <laughs> another good place to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Except now we're all running out of room. So that's right. There's always room for one more. There's always room for one more. I still have plenty of room. I have nothing in the garage. I mean, you know, uh, exactly. garage stuff. So. Um, but the game room's getting full, so so all right. Well, let's uh let's uh move on to uh, our game review. Uh, tonight's game review uh, by both of us is uh, Batman '66 because we both finally got a chance to play it. Yeah, you know, I and I'll be honest with you, I didn't actually play it uh, this last week at the show, um, but I did uh, play. I don't know four or five games with uh, Mr. Practical Steve when we went down to Banning uh, a month or so ago. So I'll, I'll have to go back into the memory banks a little bit. But uh, what was your initial take on it, just from a thematic integration kind of standpoint? Uh, theme integration I thought was excellent. I could hear it okay a little better late Saturday evening, uh, you know, about 11 o'clock. Um, um, my lovely wife, Rusty, and I played played some on it, had a real good time. Um, I got about five games on it over the weekend. Uh, I, you know what? I really had fun playing it. I really enjoyed playing it. It seemed to work fine. Yay. Um, you know, the shots were not overly difficult. I mean, it was a nice balance. Not too easy, not too hard. Um, you know, the, the uh, a- after actually playing with the, the rotisserie turn style thing, I don't fully understand all the features on it. But yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, the crane, I know it's been done in the past, but it was still fun shooting the ball, you know. Uh, overall, great theme integration. I love the theme anyway, and I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, you know, down the road, love to have one in the game room. Yeah, I would, um, you know, it. I uh, Batman's my favorite DC comic, so I'll, I'll, 
I'll say that the theme is a good theme for me, and I like the nostalgia of the Batman 66. Um, I, I Just sitting there and trying to learn how to play it, it wasn't super intuitive, but um, I do feel that the game uh, helped you along the way in terms of where, where you're shooting at. I thought the LCD was a nice change. Um, the way they integrated all the clips and sounds was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, the price will always be an issue for me on that. It just, um, it would literally have to be uh, the most epic, best pinball machine on the planet for me to consider the price point that it sits at. Um, and I don't necessarily think that the price point's going to get. I don't think we're going to see these at four or five thousand uh, dollars ten years from now. I think it's always going to be a premium pin. You know, I I didn't know a lot about it. I kind of looked it up because I was like, okay, I know there's like you know a premium, and I know there's like what an LE and then like a super LE. Um, and so that the range there, right, is like somewhere between nine or ten thousand and fifteen thousand, I think, for those three different models. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I wasn't sure, like, okay, well, what's you know, what's the extra five thousand or extra two thousand get you? So I was kind of looking around. I had to really hunt around to try to find information on like what's the difference between the different editions and. Really, at the end of the day, it looks like the gameplay is pretty much the same across the three. That you're really buying, you know, um, better lighting, more toys, um, shaker motor, uh, which is available in the top two editions. Um, this the limited edition is like two series of 120 each. I don't know if you knew this, um, so I guess there was 120 Batman episodes. So the first series of 120 is each machine is uh, um, named after one episode. Right. And, uh, I had read that just recently. Yeah, I had never read that. And then like the second series is uh, each machine is for one bat um, gadget. So I was like, oh, okay. And then there's the 80 super limited edition ones. Right, right. And, and you bring up the price point, and that's it for me, because, you know, the one at Pinagogo was a, uh, a premium. And, and uh, you know, and you also brought up real quick the uh, the display. I like the size of the display that, you know, that there's still, uh, uh, you know, a real trans light there, um, because it's such an important part of pinball and pinball history. I'm glad to see that that part of the real estate wasn't completely taken up by um, a monitor, but I think the LCD is the perfect size. And, and for the price point, and, you know, again, I really like it and I really enjoyed playing it and I'd love to have one. But at the price point, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, I see a pro here. You know, I've always said that from the beginning and I'm standing by that statement because of what's there, you know, gameplay wise and, and on, you know, what's on the play field. Yeah. What, what I'd like to do actually is go play a Dark Knight now. Yeah, and I know it's not the exact same game, but there's there's a lot of um, elements that are. And I'm curious if it scratches the same itch. Um, you know, is that the better way to go? Spend four to five thousand, I think, is what a Dark Knight goes for these days. Yeah. Versus, versus maybe eight thousand used, I think, for a routed premium. So yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, at that price point, uh, you know, dial in is available new in the box. So, right, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh, but still, yet yeah, you know, again, fun game. I'm glad there's one on location here. You know, in the Sacramento area, which I still haven't got down to play. So, 
Is is it CoinOp that has one? Yeah, CoinOp has. They have. I believe they have an LE. And I just, you know, oh, wow. I actually thought about getting there there today. But and then, you know, it's a nice three day weekend, and you know, family stuff going on, and uh, you know, it's just like, eh, I'm I'm home now. Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, you are our uh, game of the week, and this is a new weekly thing because this week we're kind of doing two. But our game of the week, um, you happen to be the proud owner of one. The Embryon, correct. The, the Bally Embryon. The, Bally. the last, the last of the original Bally wide bodies. Yeah, not to be confused with the uh, Super Pens that came out in the nineties, right? Correct, sir. Yeah, it uh, it uh, came out uh, in September of eighty, uh, I think, is when it was first started, and I think it came into um, out to the public by eighty one. But yeah, you're right. There was five other Bally wide bodies, so it was like the the last um, last one going in. I think uh, it started with Paragon, and then. Um, Hot Dog and Future Spa, Space Invaders, and then it ended with Embryon. So it was the last of that generation from Bally. Um, super cool um, graphics package. You know, um, alien egg incubation. Can't go wrong. Um, great uh, great uh, cabinet art. It's got the silver body, which which is kind of nice in this. That era when a lot of cabinets were uh, black or blue. Um, it kind of stands out. Um, really uh, have been enjoying the game. It's a game that I've wanted for quite some time and um, really hard to find um, unless you're willing to ship it from far away. So was excited to get it. Um, and it's one of those games where um, it doesn't click for everybody. It, it's, uh, you know, especially for D&D modern pen guys, they're going to feel that it's slow. But for those of us and I think you're in this camp that like uh, just about every pinball machine from EM on up. Um, I think it's it's got a ton of interesting features and rules um, that make it um, very replayable for me. And then you combine that with the the, the sweet theme, and it's a it's a, a keeper for me. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I'm really in trouble now on that because. Uh... Uh, Rusty played uh, one at another fellow collector's house a while back. Um, you know the the notorious and mysterious Mo. Yeah. And, uh, uh, she fell in love with it instantly and said, "I want this." You know, and uh, yeah. you know me. Whatever whatever Rusty wants, Rusty gets. So who am I to argue with the lady, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's I'm it's one of those pins that. Um, not a lot of people get to see it out in the wild. It's, it's almost never on location, and um, I think they only made maybe 2,200 units of it. And so I don't know how many have survived over the last 40 years, but, you know, a, a good ballpark figure would be there's less than 1,000 left in the United States that are playable. So um, super fun pin. You know, it's got uh, some interesting um, mechanisms. There's not one, not two, but three different ways of earning extra ball. Um, it's got lots and lots of drops. Um, it's got a spinner because every good game needs a spinner that can be lit. It's got uh, captive ball. It's got um, the cool uh, multi-chamber captive balls. Um, what, there's what five of those in there or something? Yeah, well, there's uh, there's an embryon center. Um, 
toy that uh, you um, bash a uh, captive ball and it uh, kinetic energy transfers to two more balls, which then can, if you hit them right, it will go up and hit um, stand-up um, stationary targets and uh, help you uh, when you're trying to spell out the word embryon, which um, gives you all sorts of opportunities to get into multi-ball, which I would say multi-ball is the big weakness of this game. And if any programmers are out there listening and are looking for uh, a project for the next six months, um, writing an update to the software to give some sort of reward for going into multi-ball would be amazing. Multi-ball is not easy to get into and uh, once you're there uh, there's no reward other than you have two bright and shiny balls traveling around the playfield. There's no multiplier, there's no jackpot which I think is pretty standard for this era of game but at least a multiplier um, for the points that you earn while in multi-ball would be um, a really nice reward and make that a more interesting thing to shoot for. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm, I got multi-ball last time I was uh, playing it. Um, that was just so many games there, you know, so much fun. So, but I, you know, I really enjoy it. And it's a game that, you know, for our listeners, um, you know, seek it out. If you know somebody that has one, if you go to a show and there's one, uh, don't miss an opportunity to try it out. Cause it's really a unique and fun game. And, Absolutely, uh, you know, and it's got really cool artwork. You know, kind of, kind of in a similar vein of like you talked about, like Space Invaders, um, Xenon, but it just in that kind of vein, but different and and unique in its own right. Um, so it's got a great art package. I love the colors on it. Yeah, yeah. especially when you. It's one of those games that's. You know, I know there's purists out there, but the, some of the older games you don't want to put LEDs in. But it's one of those games, partially because of its science fiction theme, that really looks good if you put some nice cold white LEDs in there. Um, really kind of makes it pop out. A wise man once told me, always use cool white uh, games that are space related. Right. So, you know, I've heeded that advice. Sage yep. advice. Sage wisdom from a righteous to all dude. You know, I kind of went out of order here. I'm sorry about that, but uh, my notes are kind of jumbled because that, you know, because <laughs> I'm kind of jumbled. Um, <laughs> living on the edge. Living on, man, I am living on the edge constantly. I, you know, trying not to, you know, break the space-time continuum and uh, just having a blast here tonight at the kitchen table studios. Okay, so uh, upcoming shows, very exciting stuff. Even though I'm not going to be going to at least one of them. Um, so my show uh, is the first show up on our list, or the next one that I know of, and you know, especially on the West Coast, is the Northwest uh, Pinball and Game Room Show, and that's coming up June 9th, 10th, and 11th at the Tacoma Convention Center in Tacoma, Washington. Um, they've got a heck of a lineup of uh, uh, pinball dignitaries, including Steve and Mark Ritchie, John Yossi, John Trudeau. Uh, Jersey Jack, uh, Gwinnery, I think I got his name right, uh, Butch Peel, <laughs> and uh, uh, David Thiel, all from Jersey Jack Pinball, Greg Ferreras, uh, Tim Kitzrow, who's a voice actor, who's worked on games such as Twilight Zone, AFM, or Attack from Mars, Shadow, um, NBA Fast Break. Uh, the neat thing about this show, like our local show, it's a non-profit 
and the proceeds go to uh, some of the proceeds go to scholarships and to pinball outreach, which I thought right on, man, that's cool. So that's coming up, and I think I have. I just got to pull up some more show notes, and I think I have one or two more uh, show notes going here. But um, we'll just uh, actually, I can't pull them up right now because it'll take too long, and I don't want to want to waste show time. But um, yeah, so that's going on, and uh, check it out, man. If you're in the Pacific Northwest area, if you're near Tacoma, Washington, uh, check out the Pacific Northwest show because uh, again, it's a uh, a pinball and video arcade game show, and it's in your neck of the woods. That's the other thing I want to talk about. Of course, they're going to have a, a couple of dialed-ins there. Um, Houdini's going to be there from American Pinball, and they're going to have Alien Pinball there. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, so we you know, we, we missed out on that, unfortunately, with Pinagogo, but there was so much other good stuff. I don't think anybody even noticed. But uh, So if you're looking to check out Alien or any of those other games, up close and personal, um, the uh, Northwest Pinball Show, and that's nwpinballshow.com. Yeah, I've heard nothing but awesome things about that show. Uh, definitely hope to make it up there one of these years for it. Do you have an idea of size, uh, number of pinball machines, anything like that? Uh, you know, the information I got uh, from one of the organizers today uh, was around 400 games. So I don't okay, know if that's arcade. pinball and arcade total. Um, right, right. But, you know, even if you split that in half, that's at least 200 pinballs. So, um, you know, and I mean, it's always cool to see vintage arcade games as well. So, Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Nothing bad there. Well, you know what's funny about the uh, that particular show? Uh, it's, uh, what, June 9th through the 11th? Yeah. It is the exact same weekend as uh, the Rocky Mountain Pinball Show and Game Room Expo uh, just outside of Denver, Colorado. Um, so it's uh, another show that's going sharing that same weekend, but they're probably separated enough geography-wise that it uh, doesn't uh, split the attendees up. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that show because I actually have to travel for work and we'll be in Denver that weekend. So I'm going to go up a day early and check this particularly awesome show out. Um, looks like uh, a show that's been going on since 2004, so it's the 13th year it's been going on. Um, right now they've got about 140, 150 pinball machines already signed up. Um, looks like a, a really kick-butt show. Uh, a lot of good vendors are going to be there. Um, Comet Pinball will be there. I think this might be a home show for them. Um, lots of lots of good pins on display. So I'm looking forward to going and, and checking out a new show for the first time and seeing what it's all about up there in uh, the Denver area, June 9th to the 11th. Lucky, I know. Um, and so that's, that's the two June shows that are on our list. Um, and then... Right after that, coming up in July, we've got another local Northern California show, July 29th and 30th. So it's a Saturday, Sunday in uh, Santa Clara, California. So it's right outside the Bay Area or inside the Bay Area. Um, it is going to be uh, uh, at a Hyatt um, there in Santa Clara. So it's a uh, convention show. Um, it is California Extreme. Um, so they are... Um, your um, typical pinball and video game show. 
Uh, it's a show that celebrates all things arcade. Um, the guys that put it on do an amazing job. They've been doing it for quite some time. They they share out these massive collections that they've built and uh, work with the public to get uh, more uh, of the machines in there. Um, I have gone, uh, went two years ago. It was the last time I went. I uh, had a really good time. Stayed in the hotel. So that was really nice to be able to just walk downstairs and, and pop into the show, go back upstairs, take a nap, etc., etc. Um, it's an interesting feeling there. So, um, you know, there's, um, two kinds of shows, you know, there's the, the hotel convention center kind of shows that are kind of in these giant rooms. And then there's more of the, the laid back, um, state fair type, like Pinagogo, um, type shows that are, are, are more kind of kickback, um, type feel. This show is definitely the, the former but uh, they always make it interesting. The last show I went to there, um, there was no like typical rows. It was like a maze to work your way around in that building. So it was, you know, you needed a map to get from point A to point B in there. But it kind of made it interesting. You're always kind of exploring in there and finding new stuff as you went around the edges and worked your way to the middle. Um, lots of lots of good pins uh, show up there. They had, um, you know, things like Kingpin and Big Bang Bar. Uh, Marco was there with um, the latest Stearns, um, so lot, lots of good selection, lots of things to see. Um, another great show. So I've got reservations for, again to go to it this year. Still on the fence if work is going to let me or not, but uh, hopefully I can make uh, at least a, for a day over there and check it out. I, You know what? I've never gone, and I keep saying I'm going to go every year, and just, you know, it's my busy season. You know, this whole... This whole work thing keeps getting in the way of pinball and the podcast. You know, it's been nearly a month since we've done an episode. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad we've got time tonight to get a new one out for, uh, right? for, yeah. all, for all eight of our fans. So <laughs> now I know more people are listening. And thank you to all the listeners that are, uh, that are out there listening. It sounds like a great show, you know. And, uh, I, you know, I've talked to a lot of other people who really enjoy going. And uh, say, yeah, you know, it's kind of the premier all-in-one, you know, vintage arcade and, uh, and you know, uh, pinball show to attend. And it's really a blast. So what's up next? What's up next? Um, the Rumor Mill. New segment alert. New segment alert. The Rumor Mill. Jersey Jack Pinball, game number four. What do we all want it to be? Well, if you, uh, you ask that question, you're going to get a, at least a half a dozen responses back, and they'll be um, fairly colorful responses. No, not, not a lot of people uh, agree. There's not a plurality out there, but there's a, a ton of people you know, screaming for um, uh, uh, Princess Bride and for... Um, uh, Harry Potter and um, a whole slew of other uh, themes, but uh, well, I don't know what what ones are you seeing as not what people are wanting, but what ones are you seeing broadcast as the likely um, title? Well, I you know I've been hearing Toy Story, which I know has got you really excited, and me too. Um, you know, people bring up Harry Potter, and I'd read or heard somewhere. I think I read it somewhere some time ago that. Uh, J.K. Rowling was absolutely dead set against 
uh, a pinball machine, you know, being licensed uh, for uh, the Harry Potter yeah. license. But I don't know if that's really the case. Um, I don't know if you uh, listen to any other podcasts lately, but uh, Chris Coolrus, uh I hope I got his last name right, uh, a.k.a. Canada, on a recent episode had, had batted out the idea that he'd been hearing uh, rumblings of a new Pirates of the Caribbean game. Yeah, that that seems to be the le- leading contender when I uh, uh, search around on Penn side and and uh, Google groups is that uh, most people feel that uh, the most uh, viable candidate is either going to be um, Toy Story or or uh, Pirates of the Caribbean or Muppets. Um, from a licensing perspective, the the rumor mill feels pretty confident that JJP has already secured the licensing for these titles. Um, so it may just be more about timing. Uh, they announced um, they announced uh, the la- dialed in what in October of last year, and it's now just starting to ship. So the, the guess is that uh, this October they'll they'll announce the uh, the next title. So we'll see how um, you know what makes sense for a summer of 2018 per sec- perspective to ship. Um, you know, people will point to the Muppets and say, "Well, they just can't, ABC just canceled that. They didn't make it past one season." But then other people will say, "Yeah, but it's the Muppets. It's a huge it's nostalgia thing. There's lots of." Yeah, there's lots of things that have been canceled. That doesn't mean that it's a uh, a property that shouldn't be touched. Um, and I'm I'm guessing Disney will continue to be motivated to make that uh, property um, in people's you know homes and on the shows. So I don't think they're distancing themselves from it. So Muppets still kind of makes sense. Obviously, Pirates just got released um, this last week, right in the movie theater. So I don't know if a year later having a Pirates um, theme comes out makes sense, but um, I don't know. Do what do you think? We've already got a Stern Pirates. Uh, it's a, a uh, you know a respected title. It is a little long in the tooth in the sense that it's what fourteen years old yeah, at this point. Um, so what do you think? I mean, can can is it too soon or like heck no? It's it's fine. You know you can. Uh, I, Pirates like, is always a great theme. What really? What's the point? I'm the game's already out there. I mean because. Look, I love Hobbit, and I think the game is great. The movies, I was lukewarm on, but I love the game. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Muppets is timeless. I mean, look at Wizard of Oz. That's, you know, what, 75-year-old movie? And it's still timeless, and it's a phenomenal, great game. You know, they hit one out of the park with their first release. And, uh, um, you know, dialed in, finally got to play that. Uh, My God, that game is insanely, awesomely, totally cool. Um, I think they've definitely raised the bar. So I'm excited to see what they're going to come out with. Um, I mean, there's so many great themes. You brought up Princess Bride, which I had not heard, but, uh, I can see that one selling real well. Cause again, you know, that, that movie's what, 25, 30 years old and people still love it. You know, and I still and, love it. And I, and I think the argument that I see on online that I think, um, passes my smell test but that doesn't mean that uh jjp has the licensing for it is um superman you know atari was the last and only superman pin um spider-man has a couple marvel has a handful um batman has what three um Uh, so uh four if you count the newest one yeah 
So it's uh, it feels like uh, Spider-Man's or I'm sorry, uh, Superman's been overlooked, and I could see somebody jumping on that bandwagon soon because that's a huge market of Superman fanatics out there. There is, but that's another one I'm going to go with. Uh, I don't see the point because I don't know, man. Superman to me is just. You know, and again, this is going back to the nostalgia thing. To me, you know, Superman will always be Christopher Reeve. And everything beyond that, I'm just shaking my head going, why did they bother? Well, there's there's, there's no, uh, like, when I say Superman, I'm, I'm leaving that wide open. I mean, you know, it could be a Spider-Man Vault Edition type Superman, right? Where it it's, holds true to, you know, the legacy comics of yesteryear. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of interesting stuff floating out there. No one is really opening up. I think I saw, um, it might have been at the Rocky Mountain Pinball Show, they're having the um, the designer of JJP f- number four is um, actually there. He's going to talk about a lot of the work he's done on um, Dialed In and um, some of the other JJP titles he's done. So it'll be interesting to see if he drops any hints as early as June. I'll just go ahead and throw out Guardians of the Galaxy. It's relevant. It's it's for JJP? Yeah. No, that's gonna be Stern baby. Yeah, okay. Either way, man, it should be done because um, you know, the movies are Let me put it this awesome. way. If if you're ready to talk about Stern, um we all know he has Nick Stern is Star Wars. Okay, let's let's move on. Um but, but we don't know for sure. But no, I it's oh, maybe, come it's, on. it's Star Wars. Well, you know, um, more of the rumor mill, because this was brought up on that other podcast, too. Um, uh, that Stern and Kapow are working on another game together. Um, Kapow Pinball. Um, wow, and I can't think of the guy's name now. And I've owned a couple of games he designed. Oh, Joe Kamenko. Oh, okay. From Kapow Pinball, you know, because... Mostly he's doing slot machines and stuff like that these days, but he's got all these great licenses. And they're, uh, you know, what the what the rumor mill is is uh, that they are working on. They've got a license and they're going to be working on a game together. And it's nothing anybody would expect, but it'll make complete sense and say, yeah, it makes total sense as a pinball game. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm driving back from you know Napa uh, on Friday, uh, working. And, uh, and, you know, so in my head, I'm thinking, oh, God, what could it be? What could it be? And uh, all this stuff's running through my head. And what I'm thinking, and uh, I don't know, this just popped in there, so I'll throw it out because I'd love to see it. Um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original with Gene Wilder, not the Johnny Depp remake. Well, would you believe that is the uh, number one voted theme for Kapow to release? Is it really? Yeah, I so, I wasn't you know way I to follow the rest of the crowd. Wow, cool! But that just means it's a good idea, right? Oh, it's, um, a, it's a great idea. I mean, <laughs> you know what they actually did, and it's still an active survey out there. Um, Kapow actually released a survey last year, late last year, saying what should our next theme be. So they actually reached out to people and, and took information in, um, and somebody copied that survey into Pinside uh, about seven months ago. And, um, yeah, they, they took votes on it. There's been 500 votes on Pinside, and ni- uh, 91 of those votes uh, went to Willy Wonka, so about 20%, a little less than 20% went to Willy Wonka. The number one vote 
getter was the I'd rather they didn't because I'm afraid of the cost. No doubt. <laughs> After the Batman costing, but um, but b- beyond that, Willy Wonka, uh, followed by um, Munsters, followed by something else. Those were the top three vote getters. I remember the thread and I remember the poll, but. Well, it's like you brought up Muppets got canceled after one season. I, I, I that is absolute news to me. I had no idea. That's how little television I watch. I had no idea that there was even a new Muppet show out there. <laughs> None at all, man. Completely clueless. I just don't watch TV anymore, man. I'm right, stuck right. with Rusty and the kids. If I'm not working, I'm playing pinball. I'm hanging out with you guys. Um, you know, so TV just doesn't really. Like this weekend, Rusty and I just been rewatching uh, Band of Brothers part of the weekend. So, well, it's a good weekend to watch that. It is. It's uh, you know, I've seen it a dozen times. I own it, you know, and it never gets old. So, um, I I, I love to see it, but again, yeah, I don't want to see the price, so, especially for the golden ticket super le, you know. Well, so that's what the people ask for. When I go and look around at what the rumor mill says, so what people are saying that. They hear from their sources, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The name I saw pop up a couple times is the Beatles. So don't care. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit? Not even a little bit. It, it, you know, right. and not, and That's what I meant to. Nothing like after Revolver, honestly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I'd be more excited <laughs> about a Roy Orbison pin or a Buddy Holly pin, to be quite honest. I'd I'd be more excited about uh, Three Stooges, but I think that's one of the uh, <laughs> the least desirable. I would be way excited about Three Stooges. The callouts, though yeah. the callouts. I, I, I would or be Groucho Marx one. <laughs> you know what? I would love a Groucho Marx one because that that guy got away with so much back in the day. You know, he would. Oh just, yeah. He could shoot some zingers out. So yeah, that would be great. But getting a voice impersonator might might prove to be a challenge. Yeah. Well, and licensing, all that good stuff. I mean, Beatles has to be one of the harder licenses to get to, I would think. And more more expensive, I'm sure. But speaking of Guardian of the Galaxy, that, that was one of the interesting things I was reading uh, this weekend um, was um, I've heard from my connections, so not over the internet, but in person, um, that uh, that is most likely the next stern after Star Wars. So I I think uh, I think your wish is going to come true from Stern that we're going to see a Guardians of the Galaxy pin probably released or announced soon. Cool, I'm in. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but Good there's stuff also, out there. There's also the new Elvira too. So yeah, yep, yeah. There's no end in sight, which makes me you know always goes back to okay, can the can we really our little hobby and our little coin op friends really support the sheer number of titles that are coming out um maybe the answer is yes and we 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 sell the same number of pens there's just more titles in the mix well i spent my college money on xenon and paragon and uh phoenix and flash you know so many years ago so i can just start spending the kids college money on uh guardians of the galaxy and star wars and and no, thank in, you. <laughs> you know, um, so no problem. Done. Um, right. Yeah. Well, you know, we're talking about Stern. Uh, they keep hitting them out of the park with amazing games. 
Uh, but, you know, there's quality issues out there right now, man. Like what? Well, like the last game I played on Batman 66, the Batmobile was coming off of the of the spinner platform and blocking, you know, so where the spinner couldn't spin. I, I just recommend... So are you saying the other 269 pins there didn't have any problems and this, this was the one? Dude, my $800 uh, Black Rose didn't have any problems. Played like a champ the whole weekend. My recommendation is Stern is stop buying your glue at the dollar store. Yeah, well, I, I will say the Batman that was there on site is a Batman that um, travels around a lot and is used at uh, parties and events, and so it gets heavy play. It's not from a home collector; it's from a vendor, um, so it probably sees um, a lot more mileage than your typical pin does. So I think all things break, uh, especially if they're inside of a pinball machine. I guess if everybody's Batman mobile was breaking, I'd be more alarmed. The the thing that kind of made me nervous when I'm reading through the forum is um, cabinet corner separation issues, uh, dimpling on the play fields, those kinds of things. But uh, I don't know the the dimpling. Um, you know, I think uh, Mr. Black Knight up in our Pacific Northwest, um, Chris, he uh, he's made some pretty good arguments online for hey. You know, you guys should have seen the dimpling we had back in the 90s on the Bally William games as they came out. Just give it time. That all evens out. Yes, there's going to be some one-offs, but this is nothing different than we haven't seen before. Um, but the cabinet separation, that makes me a little bit more worried. If you're, you know, the game's palleted and dropped off at your house and you set it up and you're playing in your home and you've got 200 plays on it and the corners are separating, there's some quality issues there. Right, that, uh, definitely need to be addressed. Yeah, I concur with the uh, the dimpling thing. Man, you're dropping a steel ball onto a wood platform. You know, and that's I mean, yep. that's that's called physics, listeners. Okay, um, <laughs> you know that's going to happen. So you know, I mean, if I had just bought a Batman Premium for nine grand and it was dimpling, I would probably be puckered up too. But <laughs> yeah, but you got to know that that's, that's why that's... I spent nine hundred on games instead of nine thousand. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, I agree with you on the cabinet thing. Is uh, uh, you know, I mean, that's why you look at like God. You look at old Gottlieb and Bally and even Williams. Um, you know, EMs and early solid state, man, they're built like tanks, you know, just copy right. what they were doing, throw the hinges on, call it good. Just make them to, you know, right. it's wood, man. It's wood and steel. It's got, it should hold up, you know, um, just, you know, don't use balsa wood. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's, that. that's, I think, I, and, I, and I know, you know, look, I'm not beating up on Stern because I know if there's issues, they're addressing them. And, and, you know, they're rectifying the situation as quickly as possible. Um, you know, they're, they're a good group over there. Hey, hey, this this show only has room for one stern apologist, and I've taken that, that cabinet taken position. That? All right. Well, you know, okay. Well, then I'll, I'll have a beef with it. Since, but since I'm not a new <laughs> in box guy, you know, I mean, it's like. And, until Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, right? Right. Uh, probably uh, Elvira because Rusty is a huge Elvira fan. She loves the first two Elvira games. Oh wow! So. Well, shoot, good luck. That's that's exciting. I can't wait to come over and play it. There you go. You know me, man. I'm down. still I'm still open for a Star Trek. So yeah, I hear you. Because that game's just it's just fun to shoot. It's a good speaking shooter. of 
<laughs> Speaking of fun to shoot, did you get to play American Pinball? You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up. I did not get to play Houdini three times in line. Okay, and on the next one up, and all three times, the darn game broke down. So uh, you broke it three times. I never even touched it. The second time I was up, me and Rusty were up. I said, honey, because you can only play one player at a time, two ball games. I said, honey, you go ahead. You go first. And uh, she got one ball going real good, made the shot where it throws the ball up into the box, then nothing. So I had to shut it off because all the balls were jammed in there. And the same thing happened to a guy playing in front of me when I was next up, and he was on ball two. And I was like, you got to be kidding. I I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, you know, Saturday morning I, I, I made sure to get by there, introduce myself to the to the American pinball guys, thanked them for coming and thanked them for bringing the game. And uh, they threw me two T-shirts. I was like, oh, awesome. Thanks, guys. And, uh, you know, they were very gracious and seemed very humble. And just watching watching a lot of other people game, play the game, it's beautiful. In person, uh, and I say this about every game because it's true, um, pictures and video never do a game justice, and it's a beautiful-looking game. The, the artwork, uh, the features look really cool. Um, the video display just really captures that, you know, that era of Houdini really well. Um, and I know it's, you know, I know it's still in prototype development phase, but, uh, guys, get an extra one out there because, you know, um, the people that are going to be buying this game really want to play it. So. Well, I think you're being a little a little harsh. I think it, it is uh, not even a sample game. It's literally their pro one of their few prototypes. Right. Um, they uh, yeah, shout out to Jolly and his son who came out and Jim who who came out. Uh, loved having those guys here. Um, it I think it was having some software issues to be honest. And so if you don't got the software developer sitting there fixing the bugs on the spot, uh, that's that's the kind of thing that happens. So yeah. I, I I got to play it one morning uh, before the lines, and um, I had no issues with it. Uh, really um, great selection of tight shots, so uh, definitely accuracy uh, is a hallmark of that game because the shots are really tight. But um, good geometry. Um, a hundred percent loved the LCD um, integration into the uh, translator backlash. I don't know which that has, but I thought it was really awesome. They showed it uh, almost like uh, looking at a stage with a curtain across it, and um, the way it tied it together. Uh, you didn't have this giant LCD glaring out at you, but it felt uh, very much pulled you into the game. Yeah, I thought the callouts were probably the, among the best I've ever heard in terms of um, engaging, interesting, slightly mocking, um, and also step-by-step -step telling you what to do. Shoot the far left ramp, and then do-da-da. So it was really, um, I thought, they've got a lot of things that uh, I think are really promising. Clearly, they've got to get you know everything ironed out. From what I've read... November is probably when they start shipping, so they still got, you know, five six months to get all the little gremlins out and taking the the pin around to the different shows is definitely probably helping helping them iron these things out. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. I think the price point's right around seven. To me, I would take that game all day long and twice on Sunday over uh, any other Stern Premium that I 
that I know out there. Um, having said that, I, I won't be buying one. But um, if I was in a position to buy a new inbox every year, that would probably be the one I would buy this year. In fact, I would probably buy it over dialed in, even though I really did enjoy dialed in. You know, you make some good points. And, uh, you know, you know, man, you know me, I'm always going to be hypercritical because well, I'm, you know, look, I'll be honest. Well, you're going to be hyper number one. Well, that's true. And I'm, 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 I'm butthurt because I didn't get to play it and I really wanted to play it. So, <laughs> um, but no, the, the, like I said, the, the integration of the, how the display is perfect size, it pulls you in. I think that game's going to do extremely well on location, especially in bars and things like that, because. It, you know, it for the novice pinball player, they're a casual player. It, it gives you all those nice hints, like you know, shoot the left ram, shoot, shoot, you know, the saucer, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm pulling for the guys. I think what they're doing is great. Um, I just want to see the finished product and play it. I just want to play sure. it. I just want to play it. So, um, but hey, I got well, two shirts. So you should have stood in line one more time. Man, it was just, you know, there was so much going on and. Uh, Excuses. Um, yeah, you know, so many games and so many people, and I know there's so many people I didn't get to say hi to and didn't get to meet. So if you were at Pinagogo and I didn't get to meet you or say hi, I, I, I truly apologize for that. And uh, if you happen to see me next year at uh, the Golden State Pinball Festival in Lodi, California, um, make sure you come up and say hello, man. You know, because um, uh, I definitely want to. We meet- need to get bowling shirts, man. We need to get what? Some bowling shirts so they can find us easier. We do need to get bowling shirts so they can find us easier. So, um, big shirt. Find me. You know, we can make that a game. <laughs> find find Mr. Right. Don. Find Spencer and, and, and win win a prize. So I like it. I'll, I'll give out keychains or something. So, um, what are your thoughts on uh, Highway right now? So, um, I know, uh, I'm excited to try out Alien. Um, I haven't spent too much time studying it. I did get an opportunity, uh, over at the show to, um, help break, uh, down a full throttle and shout out to John for bringing his full throttle. That's awesome that he brings his, uh, machine in for us to, to pound on, but, uh, Overall, I'm somewhat impressed with the build quality on those machines. Um, I've always been a fan of Full Throttle since it came out. Um, the theme, you know, doesn't do anything for me, but um, you know, if if money was no object, it would definitely be one of the games that I would be in, interested in getting um, sooner rather than later, just from a, a geometry and um, rules and integration of lights and sound. I'm 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 pretty uh ex- pretty uh, thumbs up about full throttle. So I I'm uh, can only imagine if they can execute to that same level on aliens and and move the platform forward a little bit. Then I think uh, I think it's going to be a real treat. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that come in. That's where I'm at. I I absolutely love full throttle. And the and the theme is neither you know eh, motorcycle racing, eh, you know whatever. Um, I just I just love the gameplay and I love the shots. Um, I think the modes are fun. I think it's a fun game. I'm, you know, I watched a couple of gameplay videos of Alien, and I, I that's that is a dream theme, one of many for me. So I, you know, like like I'm so many other people, I'm sure, man, I just want to get my hands on one. 
you know. And That's a dream theme. I didn't realize that. So did you go out and see the movie yet? I have not seen the new movie. You know, I'm waiting for everything to hit the drive-in. And it might be playing because, you know, we got to drive in one freeway exit from the house. Um, and, you know, because i got the kids. And uh, although I don't know if I'd really take them to that. That's a real good little kids movie, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, not really. But, in fact, probably this next weekend I'll probably be seeing Captain Underpants. So Yeah, um, I saw that's coming. Because we have all awesome. the books, you know, and, and me and the boys, oh, yeah. boys read and I love the books. We read them together. And uh, uh, so I'll probably be seeing that. And, uh, yeah, then Rusty and I will probably go see the new Alien movie or, well, you know, her, Mrs. Wonder Woman. So most likely right, we'll right. go see Wonder Woman. But, yeah, I'm, I'm Well, really that's cool. I didn't it. realize that was a top theme for you. Very cool. Um, it, Yeah, it's one of the top te- – well, you know, you know what my – probably my I – don't, I don't even want to say my number one, but my – well, okay, I'll give you probably my three, okay, because I know I'm sidetracking, but in no particular order, um, Fifth Element, um, Firefly or Serenity, and um, uh, Spinal Tap. Wow. So. So it's not in your top three. Got it. Um, I but don't it's know, in your top man. 10. I mean, because it's actually being made, I mean, it's like freaking cool, you know? And uh, if for no other reason, just to hear game over, man, game over. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, there's a few other great lines from that. But, yeah, it, I, I'm excited to play it. It looks really cool. And, and something I, I want to touch on real quick, I, you know, I can only speak from the full throttle standpoint. For a wide body, it's really, really fast and really good flow. So, I love that. Yeah, well, you know, wide body doesn't necessarily have to mean that it's slow. Um, I, I have three wide bodies myself, older ones, but, um, yeah, I, 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 the flow is really good on it. So, yeah, I, I feel you. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's not just because wide body doesn't mean it's not fast. But, I mean, they that game is full throttle is really, really fast. So, um, but I enjoyed it. Um, and then there's, uh, the, the, uh, Dutch pinball. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know how much you've been keeping up, but you know that, uh, they've been in negotiations with, uh, uh, what is, is it, uh, ARA, I believe. And, uh, the man, the contract manufacturer and, uh, they've come back to the table and said, you know, we're going to get these games shipped and build the rest of them. We want 51% of the company. And uh, oh, interesting, yeah. So, Dutch exists, they own the intellectual property, they they design the games, um, they source out, and then they have a third party build them in Europe. And that's and is that for globally, or do they still do some assembly here in the U.S.? You know, I'm not sure, I haven't looked that deep into it. That's a good question. Um, my first huh. initial thought is just, yeah, do whatever they want to get the games finished and get the ones that are already finished out to the nice people that paid for them two and a half years ago. And then, you know, then ARA is on the hook and it's like, then you can go after them, you know? I mean, so what, what, how many games are they backordered on? I mean, is this, is this for bride or is this for, um, big Lebowski or is this for something else? Um, well, I know right now it's, you know, they're on the, you know, it's for big Lebowski just to get big Lebowski done. I guess then they'll start a, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I should have actually done my homework better. Um, cause you're asking good questions. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, 
you know, I heard, I heard something, you know. Well, you, you got a strong take, Spencer. I, I know. I don't, <laughs> well, look, it's just like, you know, I'm looking at all these people, you know, some, some people I personally know, you personally know, you know, good pinheads that we know, good guys that, you know, got money into this. And it's like, you know what? Both parties bit off more than they can chew, you know. Uh, Dutch Pinball, the guys, you know, uh, great design, interesting game, interesting features, you know. The 2.0 kit, really cool. But they bit off more than they can chew. And instead of just standing up, manning up, and owning it up, you know, like us badass Americans do, um, you know, <laughs> it's, I know I had to throw that in. Um, you know, I don't know what they're doing. You know, they're, they're, they're basically, you know, not behaving properly. And then the contract manufacturer, I think they're in the same boat. They went, yeah, throw us some money. We'll make these. Oh, wow, pinball's hard. Well, you know what? This is going to cost a lot more than we thought. Oh, we'll gouge them for more. And you know what? Just stand up, man up, own it. Just say, you know what, guys? We we messed up. We 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 didn't we didn't went into this with the best intentions. This is going to cost us a lot more. Each game's going to cost another grand. There it is. They should have done this a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Take note, uh, everyone. Uh, pinball's uh, not. Uh not the best business to get into if you actually want to make uh, what's it called um, money. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, there's so much more to it. I mean, look, that's why so much, you know, why is, why is so much stuff not manufactured in the USA anymore? Money, you know, cause you can get it done right. cheaper overseas, not in Europe. Uh, you know, name, name something besides extremely expensive, very exotic cars that are made in Europe. I can't think of a single thing. I really can't. I'm sure there's something out there, but, you know, people don't make things in Europe anymore. They make them in China and Taiwan and um, right. in India. Why? Because the labor pool is much cheaper. So, I, I like yeah. everybody else, I just want people to get their games, man. They paid up front with good faith. The games are sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Get the games delivered. Or, you know what, go back to making widgets or whatever you folks are doing, because clearly they have not a clue of what they're doing. Yeah. Well, this we, we need to stop buying games on speculation. That ends all this nonsense cold. It, you know what? Buy, buy a game that ships. Great point. <laughs> when, when, a, when a company's got a game in a box sitting there, or several, and uh, they have a, a working manufacturing plant, that they can show you a video of actual production on the line, then it's time to start cutting a check or throwing them a credit card. Before then, um, you know. Hard pass. Yeah, Hard pass. You know, you know, guys, if you're out there listening, um, I got some swamp land in Florida. I'll say you're real cheap. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know what? What is it uh, in Latin? Uh, caveat umptor. Emptor, right. Emptor, let the buyer beware. But you know, the guys yep. we know are good guys, and I hate to see them getting cheesed yet again because uh, you know um, people made promises they clearly aren't keeping. Well, luckily, luckily, there's at least uh, four to five hundred uh, used titles out there and available that are a known entity. So I'll continue to focus on those. Yeah, I'm. I'm right now. I'm looking for you know another eight hundred dollar game, man. You know, so um, they're out there. So you know, uh, yeah, it is what it is. 
So I, I think that's pretty much all we had for tonight to cover. Did I miss anything? No, I think uh, I think we had some. Uh, I think we covered everything we stated out to do, and uh, we didn't we didn't disagree really once. So um, I I always struggle with um, coming up with uh, interesting takes, but uh, you and I are too like minded. I think sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we disagreed slightly on stern quality, so you know, just just a little bit. So. <laughs> That's okay, though. That's part of the fun of it. And we are quite like-minded on many aspects of the hobby. So, um, any no, any other closing thoughts? No. Uh, just looking forward to uh, getting my machine set up after the show, getting my pinball room put back together, getting uh, all my new goodies I bought at the show installed, and uh, getting getting pinball going for the summer. It's going to be a very good summer. Absolutely. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, fellow listeners and pinheads, that's our show for tonight. Um, want to thank my awesome uh, co-host Seth for taking time out of. I know your very busy schedule, so we can get a new episode out. Um, you can listen to us on um, what can they listen to us on, Seth? Um, <laughs> Acast. Well, you're you're home at Soundgarden or SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud.com. Acast, and we're still working on iTunes. Getting in there is like trying to break into the IRS database, but we are working <laughs> on that. Um, you can contact uh, contact us at the Spinner is Lit at gmail.com. Um, it, no matter where you are in America, and possibly I think even Canada, I'm not sure. I haven't checked it lately. If you're looking for pinball on location, uh, and that's the the uh, website of that is. Uh, pinballmap.com um, everybody have a safe and happy and fun Memorial Day uh, remember the fallen who uh, who defend our American and, and worldwide God given right to play pinball and have a good time uh, play pinball and keep America strong peace out <laughs>